You're listening to KAYT, 88.1 FM, Gina, Alexandria, 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe, 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith Broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. Luke, the sixth chapter, we're going to be looking in verses 27 through to 36. And I'm reading to you from the good word, God's word translation, Luke, the sixth chapter. And verses 27 through 36, if we can stand to read God's word, if you don't mind. Luke 6, verse 27 through 36. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we stand in recognition of your word today, we ask that you would bless us as we hear it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Luke 6, chapter, verses 27 through 36, God's word translation says it like this. But I tell everyone who is listening, love your enemies. Be kind to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who insult you. If someone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other cheek as well. If someone takes your coat, don't stop him from taking your shirt. Give to everyone who asks you for something. If someone takes what is yours, don't insist on getting it back. Do for other people everything you want them to do for you. If you love those who love you, do you deserve any thanks for that? Even sinners love those who love them. If you help those who help you, do you deserve any thanks for that? Sinners do that too. If you lend anything to those from whom you expect to get something back, do you deserve any thanks for that? Sinners also lend to sinners to get back what they lend. Rather, love your enemies. Help them. And lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then you will have a great reward. You will be the children of the Most High God. After all, he is kind to the unthankful and evil people. Be merciful as your Father is merciful. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, I have discovered that we are on a journey. Yes, we are. As we continue to take our road. We're on a journey, and when we travel on this road of destiny, we travel by the vehicle of love. Mm -hmm. Right after the blessings and woes, as you see if your Bible is sectioned off, right after the blessings and woes that Jesus was talking about, and just before he starts talking about judging others, he begins to talk about a retake exam of loving our enemies. You know, sometimes Jesus has to encourage us to take this quiz, an exam, something that we thought that we didn't do too well on. And a lot of times the way we think that Jesus calculates taking the exam, we think it's, you know, it's a 78 or it's an 89. Some of y'all sitting in school, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I made a 95. No, no, no. He doesn't calculate it like that. But there is a better way through what we're going to talk about this morning. It's entitled the retake test. The retake test. Because sometimes while you're in school, there are some tests 
that you didn't perform too well on. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me today. Sometimes your professor may cause you to come close to you. Come here, let me talk to you just for a few moments. Because there are some things that you might want to look over the next time you take this test. See, that's, that's how the professors talk to you. And when God talks to you, when you're looking at the scripture, you'll discover here in verses 28 and 29, there is something that I think that is beneficial for us today. What do you say? Yes. There is a contrast between those who are saved and those who are unsaved. Yes. Yes. I'm going to talk about this in a minute. You've got to look here in verse 27 and 28. Jesus tells us, it's red letter edition in your Bible. What does he say in verse 27? Love your enemies. Are you with me today, Maranatha? Because the saved has a mindset, and when God's love is truly in us, we have to carry the attribute which is called love, right? Yes. However, that's the saved side. Folks who operate in un being unsaved, or whatever they want to do, or choose however they want to think, they become your enemies. There are two reasons. How many reasons, everybody? There are two reasons why they become your enemies. Either you have begun to follow Christ and they have become your enemy, or you have done something and said something or behaved in a way that they have become your enemy. Are you listening to me, Maranatha? So when we look upon the contrast of the saved side and the unsaved side, we have to realize something. In verse 27, it tells us, love your enemies and do good unto them, King James Version. In this version, it says, be kind to those who hate you. Now, Jesus is giving this retake test because some of the disciples, they probably missed their mark, like the majority of us sometime. So he says, I want you to do something for the sake folk. I want you to love your enemies. I want you to do good to those who hate you. Now, on the other side of that, you got some unsaved folk that will operate in enemy mode. You have some unsaved folk that will operate in hate mode. And they personify it even in coming to church and sitting next to you. I just got to keep it 100. Yeah, we, we put on good. We smell nice. You know, we put on our nice shoes. We come to church. But we operating in enemy mode. And some of us operate in hate mode. And don't know that we're operating in unsafe mode. However, on the other side of that, Jesus says, I want you to love your enemies. I want you to be kind to those. In verse 28, drop down there. He says, not only do I want you to love your enemies, not only do I want you to be kind to those who hate you. Verse 28 says, I want you to bless those who curse you. Yeah. I'm not saying bless those who cuss you. There is a difference between the, the consonant R and S. Because some people can curse you and you don't even know. I'm not talking about using derogatory language. I'm talking about speaking stuff on you and then you will operate in another way. You might get sick, head may hurt, something might happen bad to you. Not that God is not in total operation, but you weren't totally covered. Because you walked into the situation thinking that the situation was all right. But when you are totally covered, you're not worrying about what anybody says about you, what anybody says upon you. I'm trying to talk to the saints today. What anybody says upon you, because God says, I want you to bless those who curse you. So in blessing those who curse you, that means you got to have some love in you. That means you got to learn how to do good to those who hate you because they're acting unsaved. You have some people that come to church sometime, they are weak today, they're tear tomorrow. 
So let me go on with the teaching because I knew it was going to take some time. But it's, it's you, Dad. I want you to grab this. He says, love your whatever about it. Love your enemies. Be kind or do good to those that hate you. Verse 28, he says, I want you to bless those who curse you. Lord, you know, you know, this, this, this lesson here is showing up a retake for me because it gets challenging sometimes, Jesus, to try to bless those who's cursing me. Not just those in the household. There may be some people in your house that you, you know that just don't operate in love mode. They're only turned on when they want to be turned on. Uh huh. Some of us got turned off when you know Drew Brees and them didn't make it. I was pulling for Drew Brees because they didn't put heel in the game enough. That was was that was the problem. So you put heel in the game, he gonna change the whole thing. Had a had a cowboy thinking something else. Yeah, I'm from Texas, amen. And I saw the loopholes in the defense of the Cowboys, but they didn't put heel in the game enough. That was the problem. Drew through them doggone interceptions and stuff. So just I'm not trying. I'm just giving you a, a you know what happened. You know some highlights on what they need to do next time. Amen. Amen. So the Bible tells us we need to love your enemies. Be kind to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. How in the world, God, this, this retake test here, you want me to bless somebody with something that they don't have, sacrifice what I got, give it to those, not those who love me, not those who like me, but those who have something against me. You want me to, yeah, that's the, he said, yeah, that's the test I need you to retake. And then that, uh, that other part in verse 28, I know you're looking in the Bible. I know you're looking in the Bible. He says, I want you to do something else in the midst of this whole contrast between being saved and unsaved. He says, I want you to pray for those who insult you. You mean the folk who just not only just talk about you, not only just scandalize your name, not only who, you know, they, they, they Facebook stuff about you, they Instagram stuff about you, they comment on comments of stuff that, that has no name tied to it, but we know who you're talking about. You want me to pray for them? Yeah, I want you to take, yeah, I want you to take that test again. You know, Lord, you give a hard bargain on what we have to do here. No, no, but this is a test. Christian friends of mine that we have to retake because the very posture that we take the angels are taking notes on how we're dealing with situations with people we sit beside at our jobs that are hating insulting and have become our what our enemies Folk that we meet with that will become our enemies. We have to be careful in the tests that we take and we turn it into Jesus and say, yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. I did good today. I returned my tithe and offering. I came to Sabbath school. I'm here at uh, 10 o'clock worship. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be here for AY. But yeah, you didn't. You forgot that you just cussed somebody in your mind. You just told your brother how you felt, you know, with, with your feelings all in your feelings and you, you thought that was okay. I want you to retake this test. He didn't, watch this, watch the grace of God, uh, Sister Hudson. He didn't give you an F. He said, I just want you to retake the test. Yeah. That's grace. Y'all, you missed your time to shout. He said, God could have taken the test and said, all right, I'm going to take this test and I'm going to end your life and let it end right there. Yeah. And you could have went to the grave. We'd have been singing, crying, slanging, snotting, tears. Like, oh. No, 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 no. He said, I want you to retake yeah. this test. 
because this is very important because when you leave your household, when you leave your address, you represent God. Amen. Oh, y'all missed y'all time. Amen. And then the other most important thing that Jesus said here in verse 31, as he was convincing the disciples, as he was doing this teaching, and verse 31, I like this because this is the golden rule. It's the what, everybody? It's the golden rule. Now, listen, it says it in a different rendition, but I'm saying it to you in God's word translation. He says, do for other people everything you want them to do for you. Amen. A lot of times, you know, Dion, this is hard to accept. Because some of us are not of the mindset of doing for others. Because we have gotten complacent and we want everybody to do for us. But when it's our time to do for, you know what I'm talking you know about. Uh -huh. When it's our time to do like we know we should do, we go 50%. Yes. Boy, but when your birthday come around, uh -huh. you want everybody to sing and sing songs to you and you. When Christmas come around, you, you want everything for you. When you get a new this or a new that, no, 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 no. God says that in this retake situation, I want you to do, every, for, do for other people everything that you want them to do for you. Because guess what? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and run over, is going to come down some, <laughs> is going to come back to you even when you sacrifice and do it because that's what Jesus did and he's still waiting Amen. for his to come back to him. Yeah, yeah. It's been over what, seven, six thousand years? And he's still waiting yeah. for it, yeah. you and I, mm -hmm. to come back to him. You mean God has that type of patience? Yes, he does. Do for other people everything you want them to do for you. And then there's a relationship thing that he jumps into. And I want you to see this in verse 32 <laughs> through to 34. Now, he puts it like this. This is Jesus talking. He says, if you love those, look, look at the condition of the word. He says, if you love those who love you. Now I'm going to go to verse 33. If you help those who help you. Uh -huh. Verse 34, if you lend anything to those from whom you expect to get something back, and each time when you go to this, it's called an inclusio when you look into the text like this. He says, each time if you, when you look into the text like this, look at the other part after the comma. He said, if you love those who love you, do you deserve any thanks for that? No. Now here's the other part because sinners, do, they do their stuff too. been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel.